Welcome to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. Wow, it is fantastic to be here. I can't believe it is the end of May, and um, we are looking at sunshine and hot heat, and it feels like summer. It does. Except there's no camp. Yeah, Um, not yet. Hey everybody, and thank you for being here. Thanks for listening and um, being a part of our journey here. We just really love it. Um, listening to that intro and just thinking about, you know, finding our way in faith and in current culture. And we've been talking about um, cultural conformity, not, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not conforming, mm-hmm. being in the world, not of the world, trying to be uh, a light in darkness, trying to be salt. Uh, and to really make a difference in the world around us. And, and how do we find our way? How do we keep our eyes and our faith fixed on Jesus? How do we be Jesus with skin on to the people around us? Like just love them with his love in our current culture. Yeah. And what a, what a challenge it's been. I really hope that um, the last two weeks have really impacted people. Uh, that it's been a valuable conversation. And that they can share that with their friends. Uh, mm-hmm. We've heard from a couple of people that have really enjoyed it. And I appreciate your feedback. Please, I uh, would love to hear more from more people. And if you have a question or comment, direct message Zachara. We would love to know that you're engaging with this conversation. We have looked at, um, and I'm, I'm going to talk today. It's I all just, good. I just have uh, an excitement and a passion to uh, share on this topic today and mm-hmm. feel like, man, I'm ready. I've been praying about it a lot. Yep. I'm really praying that God has given me this thing to do. Sounds good. All right. Oh, well, let you take it away then. Okay. So <laughs> I'm ready. Okay. That's fantastic. Thanks so much. Yeah. We, uh, so we looked at, at, at drugs and drinking, or I guess weed. And, and I was really thinking with, with drunkenness, that it has become, this thing that the that the whole world is is pursuing some kind of placebo effect and uh, something to to ease the pain and there's a lot of pain. It's been a long 15 months of COVID and it's been a long journey in in a in a dry and weary place, you know. Yeah. And we all I I talk to so many people that are just so weary right now. I think there's a real important um. We we need to lean into God and just be refreshed from him. Uh, Uh, The second thing that I I think we looked at, oh, I know we looked at, was that conversation of sex and having sex outside of marriage. And uh, we really didn't push into um, what was defining sex. We talked a little bit about pornography uh and how it's misleading. I was listening to uh, Carrie Newhoff and uh, David Kinneman from the Barna Group in the US. He was saying that porn uh, has become the number one problem for youth and young adults in their mental health. Wow. That it has, uh, it's become that number one mental health, uh, concern in, uh, in the U S for Christian, uh, teens and young adults. 
And it's just such a uh, gateway for us into immorality, into sexual sin, into uh, fornication, which is sex outside of marriage, uh, adultery, um, gender choicing, yeah, uh, whatever it is. It just seems to open the door to anything that's sexual sin that is just outside of God's biblical plan. Well, we know, and this is a bit of a side point, but sure. we do know scientifically that, like, you know, outside of the Christian viewpoint, um, that pornography is bad for your brain. It's bad for you chemically. Um, it does things to your brain that are not good for you, like objectively not good for you. So it has, it has uh, ramifications outside of our religious beliefs, and it is, it is bad for you. It just is. Yeah, it fires all <laughs> the same uh, synapses in your brain that you would have for uh, any any addiction. Yeah, and it and it does create that um, the same response in your body that addiction mm-hmm. causes that draws you back and back again to any addictive substance. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the last two weeks, and this week I wanted to really talk about activism. I wanted to talk about uh, to talk into the problem of, um, I don't know what else to call it. It's this pursuit for social justice Mm. that has become an end in itself. And kind of part of cancel culture at the same time. It's a huge part of cancel culture. It is a huge part of, uh, the I'm going to call it proselytizing that our universities and our colleges and our high schools are doing Mm -hmm. where they are making they're making new followers of their religion and their religion is, is humanism that we do good to other humans because it makes us feel good. And cause we're doing good. And it's like, okay, but all of this is rooted in the world and anything that comes from the world that seems good mm. isn't, but isn't coming from God is coming from Satan. Right. And Satan comes as an angel of light and he's disguised his, his agenda and it's to lead us into, into hell. And, and as good as it can seem and as good as it, it will be, it's, it's the wrong direction. Yeah. So we can get ourselves like that, all caught up in following the world's agenda to do good stuff. And we know that it, all it does is it leads to division. It leads to fighting. It leads to canceling um it leads to us saying you know like oh that person they don't they don't put their pronouns after their name so they just don't get it they just don't care mm-hmm. like well how does me putting pronouns behind my name actually make a difference in the world right it's just showing that i've conformed to whatever i think they need me to do without actually benefiting anybody like there's i'm not actually active Mm-hmm. and making change so i'm a big uh, like one of the things that motivates my life the key motivators in my life is making change right and, and changing people and so i i work really hard uh to live in my motivation to live out of my motivation to live out of my gifting and and the way god's made me and, and some of you are made this way that activism is how you connect to god when you're doing something for his kingdom and that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about conforming to our culture in a way that is destructive. Right. Where we're not actually building bridges. 
we're not responding in love. We're just being uh, swept along with the world's thinking. Yeah, getting distracted by the useless battles that we're really not meant to fight, right? Yeah, like, the, like, kind com- of what you're talking about. Completely. Like, you brought up an interesting point that I like, kind of like thinking about from time to time, which is about how, the, how Satan likes to work. And I think it, we often think it's direct and it's very um, invasive or attacking. But deception is like his number one tool, right? And if he can convince us or get us distracted from our main mission or goal in a way that we're fighting each other or fighting other people or um, fighting a battle that is irrelevant and makes no difference or is going to go nowhere instead of fighting the real, uh, <laughs> the real, I don't know, enemy. Like that's what he, that's what he wants, right? I've heard that oh, said yeah, in entirely. relation to. To video games, actually, at a point was which was like, not that video games are bad in and of themselves, but again, like, wouldn't it be great for Satan if he could convince us all to just be um, fighting a fake enemy instead of the real one with most of our spare time? So there's there's an interesting balance there. I think that you're saying goes along with um, a lot of these like social issues that we're dealing with and things that like, we're you know it's about picking your battles because at some point. You're just distracted and fighting the wrong enemy. Oh, yeah, entirely. Entirely fighting the wrong enemy in the wrong direction. Yeah. And, uh, and you're actually fighting against each other. And it's really destructive. Mm-hmm. And it's really painful. And, and so I was thinking about it. Like we, we looked at the first week we looked at, um, at weed and we looked at drinking. And it was really like the sin of in- indulgence. Uh, pursuit of pleasure for our own purposes. It wasn't seeking god's will it wasn't about building relationship with our neighbors it was just completely that chasing after things that that when you read in the uh in galatians where he's like these are the acts of the flesh and some of them are really like just pleasure last week we talked about lust Uh, when we pursue sex in and of itself when that's our end goal it's all about lust And, and it can be sex it can be anything this week we want to talk about pride and we want to talk about gossip and we want to talk about um the power of our words over the power of our actions there is so many things that we uh label as good and all we're doing is feeding into uh we're shaming other people we're building ourselves up in the name of doing good things but we're not just doing it with there's no humility in it it's from our own self-righteousness. It's from our own place of like, I am, I'm right. And you, and you can choose to do your own thing, but I know I'm right because the world tells me I'm right. And, and then actually I'm not even going to listen to you because I'm right. Mm. <laughs> and it seems like that's where we've gone in our culture. And it's a really scary place to be. Um, so. Uh, sorry, I kind of blanked here. For a Fine. It's just that I, I just, oh, I get so sad by this because mm. it, it becomes such a destructive thing and we think we're doing good things. God calls us to him and prepares good works for us to do. And all things work out for his good. Mm. And we don't have to make work for ourselves to feel good about ourselves. We don't have to work for our salvation. We don't have to work harder to to do 
uh, the things to make things happen. Like God can make the world change. Mm. He doesn't depend on you and me. Right. If, I, if I'm gone tomorrow and you're gone tomorrow, he's still going to be God and working out his plan of salvation for the world and working to restore the world. Um, there is a lot more to do in the world to make change than to change, like, than to put your pronouns after your name, let's say, mm. or to black out my Instagram. Like, that's not actually doing something. Okay. Like, so let's talk about this a little bit. If you want to see the world change, be a part of the change. Do something about it. There are agencies out there. Find a Christian agency that's based on biblical truth and join with them. Right. International Justice Mission, uh, Compassion International, Samaritan's Purse, World Vision. They're actually making social change. Yeah. If you want to end uh, racial injustice and slavery, then join with the many Christian ministries that are doing those things. Right. All social media is, is a gong in an echo chamber, right? It's just going to make a noise and come right back at you. Yeah. And and you haven't done anything with it. Mm. So I I think there's a real important thing here of, of, I, I would say, and we've talked about this before, get away from social media. Uh, you, you're not going to miss it. Take a Sabbath, yeah. take a rest. Oh yeah. Um, the world wants you to, to buy into their argument and to agree with them and to be a part of their social change. And, um, it's the world. It's not us. It's not from God. Mm-hmm. So go back to the Bible, go back to truth that Jesus says, I am the way, the truth and the life. And I've sent the Holy spirit into your life. When you Give your life to me, then I come and live in you. And I fill you with the Holy Spirit, and you have access to all truth. And, and you can see that in the Bible, and the Bible is true. And you got to take it all from like Genesis 1-1 to the end of Revelations. It is all one truth uh-huh. um, that the Holy Spirit is in there and in you. And so you're going to find truth biblically. And I think that uh, if we try and argue from the world's point of view, we're going to get lost. We are finite beings. Here's the other point I want to make. We only have so much time on this earth. Mm. We can't chase every argument, every uh, social injustice that we see. And, right. and we know it's injustice. It hurts our hearts. Right? God says here, I've shown you what is good and right and true. What, what I desire from you. It's that you, you love mercy and you do justly, and you walk humbly with your God. Yeah. So yeah, love mercy, and do justly. So live your life in a just way, live in righteousness, pursue justice for those around you, um, and then do it humbly. Do it so in a way that, that makes sense for your life, the time that you have, the ability you have to manage your time, and um, do it in a way that your right hand doesn't know what your left hand's doing. It doesn't need to go on your media post that I'm, I'm doing all this stuff. Do it in secret so that God is honored. Yeah, for sure. Right? And we, he talks about that when we're giving. He talks about that when we serve. He talks about that the first are last and we need to serve. And when we do those things, man, he's honored by that. And he mm-hmm. loves that. We act out of our hate or out of our anger out of our frustration i can't believe this happened to this person in the states or in canada or in 
in some other place. And we just respond from our hurt and from our anger. Yeah. What we're not seeing is a response out of love. Right. So because of that, a year later or two years later or five years later, often that response has gone unacted on. If you were responding out of love, then you're like, I need to do something about this. And it changes the way I live. And I want to make change in the lives of those around me because I care for them. And I want to love you. And I'm not going to come at you with a hammer. I'm not going to fight you to win a war. I'm going to have the conversation and I'm going to love into your life. And it's going to, it's going to show up with my money. It's going to show up with my actions. It's going to show up with my time. It's going to show up in my relationship that I build because it's come from love. It's not come from a response or social movement or any of those things. It's got to come from God and from a place of love. Yeah. So those were some of my thoughts, I think, about this whole idea of activism, that we need to be really cautious that we're pursuing God in this. Right. I don't think we, um, we see a lot of that in the world around us. They are trying to do something from a very humanistic way. And that is a worldly way of thinking that comes from Satan. It's us being our own gods, right? It's the fall. It's the pride that, that caused the fall in Genesis is, is that pride that I could be like God and I could make change. Yeah. And not allowing him <laughs> to be God. True. Yeah. It's the OG sin. <laughs> yeah, really it is. Right. Like, yeah. but it sounds so good. It's, mm. It looks like you said, if it looks good, then like the apple in the garden looked good. They wanted it. They were pursuing it because uh, it looks good and it's not going to kill me. Doesn't mean it's right for you. It doesn't mean it's the right thing to do. Right. Yeah. We've talked quite a bit about these things now and in and, and cultural conformity, and we've encouraged people to, to really test it. Like, What's the Holy Spirit saying in your life? Is it something that I've, where I've misinterpreted scripture and I'm pursuing something for my own purpose? I think with activism, it's often done out of that second reason that we came across, self-preservation. Yeah, likely. I don't want to be canceled. I want to hold credibility with my friends. I don't want to say something that the Bible contradicts what they feel. Um, even mm. right, we, So we, we, we hide the truth because we're afraid of offending somebody that, well, who are we protecting? Yeah. Like Jesus died for them. He doesn't need protection. He's already died for them. And in fact, he came back to life so he could tell them that he died for them. Yeah. And probably also a little bit the third one, like that we just don't really want to like think about the, what scripture means. Like, like we don't, uh, we don't like how it's convicting us. So we just kind of forget about it. Yeah, or there's a, a dead area in the vine. Yeah. We're not, I don't want to connect this to Jesus. I want it to be mine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's really tough. I, I think, like, we need to grow as, disciple, as disciples of Christ. So if, if you're listening to this and you're like, yeah, I want to follow Jesus and I want to follow him more, how do you grow as a disciple? Mm -hmm. What does it mean to be discipled? And yeah, Maybe that's a, a topic that we can get into uh, another time, but what does it mean to be discipled and to be a Jesus follower and to become like Jesus? And I think the number one thing 
for me is probably Romans one and two, right? Be transformed mm-hmm. by renewing your mind, by making my life a spiritual sacrifice to him. And then it says, if you do this, that's your act of worship and you'll know his will. Mm. So the more time you spend in the word and the more time you just allow him to change your mind about this thinking, like all, if all you're getting is the world and you're, what you're, you're learning in school and you're hearing on TV and what you're seeing in the news, you're not filling yourself up with Jesus. If you take five minutes a day to read your Bible or 10 minutes a day to read your Bible, so you get in a week, you get 70 minutes of Bible, 10 minutes a day. How many hours are you spending on YouTube? <laughs> right? Yeah, so, that's crazy. <laughs> if I spend an hour a day watching my four favorite YouTube bloggers at 15 minutes, yeah, but only 10 minutes a day with Jesus, then I, I've outdone him 70 minutes to, what's 760s? 300? Seven times six, 420 minutes? Yeah. With, with worldly bloggers or vloggers or YouTubers versus the 70 minutes I gave Jesus that week, that week. So it's crazy over 10 weeks. That's an insane amount of time that I've not spent with Jesus. I've spent with other people. I just looked on my phone. My daily average of YouTube on my phone was 20 minutes. And I would say 90% of my YouTube watching happens on my computer. Oh, so you're not even watching it on your phone. No, maybe at 90, but like more than half is on my computer. And I'm already at more time on my phone than I would spend reading the Bible per day. Right? Really? I mean, like it's, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's a fraction of what I actually spend on YouTube. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. So like we want to be disciples. Like you and I have committed our lives to being disciples of Jesus. Mm. In a place where we were like, we we're gonna, even going to work in, in Bible camp. Because we believe in the Bible so much. Right. And yet, I'm not even, like, how much time am I spending in my Bible? Apparently not enough. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, like, this is convicting for yeah. us. And this conversation has been good for you and me over the last couple of weeks. And I really pray that it would be for those that are listening to our conversation um, out in the pod land. Mm-hmm. Um, because potosphere. Want, in the potosphere, um, the potiverse, no, that's terrible. Uh, so yeah, like become a disciple of Jesus. Yeah. Spend time with him in the Bible. Don't be conformed to the act, like to the, all the different winds that are blowing against your sails. Let the Holy Spirit be the only wind that drives you. Mm. And then when these things come across your path, you're not, you're not blown off course. You're not so stunned or shocked that you just respond in anger because right. we should be responding in love. We're not going to stop the conversation because somebody thinks differently than us. We're going to allow them the grace to say their, to say their part and say, okay, well, in my Bible reading today, this is what God has to say about that. So you've said your part, and here's what truth has to speak into that. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't approach it that way. Yeah. Like, oh, well, I feel like they, they have a chance. Like, I, fe- I don't want to hurt their feelings. Yeah. And so I need to feel, I need to sacrifice truth so that I don't hurt their feelings or, or, or I feel bad about this. Well, maybe that's the Holy Spirit in your life saying, 
This is a sin that you've allowed to grow in your life. You should feel bad about this. Yeah. It doesn't, doesn't meet, but you haven't been aware of it. I don't know. I just really was thinking about that. Yeah. Another great way to become a better disciple or to, to follow Jesus is to find other people that are following Jesus. That's big. And spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Hey, you seem to be really like following Jesus. Well, how are you doing that? Right? And, and, and find other Jesus followers that you admire for their walk with Jesus and learn how they walk. And it sounds funny, right? But if I want to learn how to run, I'm going to spend some time with somebody who knows how to run and I'll ask them what kind of shoes they wear and I'll ask them what kind of clothes they wear. Yeah, exactly. And when do they run and where do they run and how do they train? And, and I don't go and just run a marathon with them and then be disappointed. <laughs> oh, I'm such a bad runner and give up. Yeah. Because I tried to right away run a marathon. Like, we wouldn't do that. I wouldn't walk on at... Manchester United and expect to play soccer with them because I love soccer. But you would not. No. So <laughs> why do we think then that, you know, I got to hit a home run every time I come up to my Bible and I'm going to get a home run every time. Or I'm going to just open my Bible and be like the biggest Jesus freak ever. I'm not. No. So learn to walk with people that have been there and train with them. And learn from them. And we call those people mentor. But really, it's just other Jesus followers that have figured out something I haven't figured out yet. Right. Yeah, it's very true. I, I think, you know, and then become a, become a disciple maker. So not just become a disciple, but become a disciple maker. Show it, point other people to Jesus. You're asking great questions, and I, I hear where you're coming from, and I see what you're feeling, and I understand where you're coming from. So, follow Jesus. Yeah. Let me show you what I've learned, and maybe we can do this together. So, help other people, point other people to Jesus. I don't know, I, I talked a lot today, and I really... No, that's good. It's all good. ...have enjoyed it, but I wanted to pull this idea that we are, like, the whole point of Counselor Find is that we are, we have camping in our past at some point mm-hmm. whether it's it's recent or not so recent right and we're trying to find our way in in our faith and in today's culture right and over and over and over again when you follow jesus and you do what god asks you to do in the in the old testament and in the new testament the world hates you yep and jesus warns us in if you want to know Jesus and you want to know the Holy Spirit, John 14, 15, 16, 17. Jesus is like in that supper, in that room, and he's talking to his disciples, and he's like, this is how you know who God is. I've shown him to you. I'm the way and the truth and the life. I'm going to prepare a place. I'm sending the counselor. It's so good that I go away because you're going to have the Holy Spirit come and live in you, and you will be my witnesses. The world hates me, and they're going to hate you. And you're going to love yeah. them and serve them. And I showed them miracles and I healed them and they still hate me. Yeah. And it's going to be tough. He's like, so he's like, remain in the vine. Stay connected to me because it's going to be tough. But don't be surprised that when you bring a light into darkness, 
people run away or they get mad. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think we often are like, I don't want to be the only one on my team that's not doing something. Sure. I don't want to be the only one on my Instagram that's not got a rainbow or a black flag or a, I don't know, whatever it is, whatever's popular today Yeah, whatever or the tomorrow. new thing is, yeah. Right. Um, go Palestine, go Israel. I don't know what it is today. Mm. And it'll change tomorrow. Um, but you don't have to conform to this world. You've been actually called to not conform to the world. Right. To bring truth and grace and justice with love and humility. Yeah. And that means losing. Uh, so that we win in the end. If you want to gain your life, you would lose it. If you want to gain everything, you need to give it all up. Jesus doesn't make any sense at all, and he's the answer to everything. (laughs) And I really fully, truly believe that, and I live it out as much as I can. Cool. Yeah, thanks. Those are lots of good thoughts. Thanks. I've been praying about this for weeks, and it just felt come. Coming and, and culminating in this conversation. Yeah, I think it's an important one. It's a little bit touchy, but uh, it needs to be said. Yeah, yeah. There's, and again, push into this with us, please. Yeah. Like we would invite your comments. We want your questions. Um, I guess kind of changing direction here. I don't know. Like it's the end of May. We're heading yeah. into June. And uh, we're hoping for some announcements from the government really Where did shortly. May go? I don't know. CMA. I've been in Timothy training the whole time. <laughs> it is just flying by. It's yeah. been really heavy and intense. And like we're three, two and a half weeks into our four week journey. Like it's almost over. Yeah. So we're waiting on the government to tell us some stuff about the summer, which could happen at any point in the next week or more. Um, if and when that comes, there's a good chance we'll be a little bit too busy to record an episode, uh, at least every week. So from here on out, we're not, we're not uh, promising an episode weekly. When we get a chance, if we have time, we will record one. Hey, maybe um, we'll do two in one week. Maybe we'll catch up. Who knows? We'll for sure be back to a regular schedule starting September. But just so you know, for the next three months, it could be on and off. So we're nothing guaranteed. Yeah, so subscribe, I guess. Follow us. And then yeah. when things drop, you'll see it drop. Yeah, it'll still be on Thursday mornings. I think we'll just keep it to that. Um, or, just, or just keep that as your regular check-in time, and maybe there'll be one sitting there ready to go. Yeah, if, you, if you're not one to... <laughs> if you don't want to follow us, then that's fine, I guess. Then you just check it regularly. Check it every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. I'm sure or most 8 people 8 who listen have followed us. So. <laughs> oh, thanks for following us. That's nice. Appreciate that. Doesn't matter to us. No, it doesn't. <laughs> the views is what matters. So. Yeah, it doesn't really matter to us. We just... Um, we're, we're just praying over uh, our community mm. and the people that have worked here and the people that have been campers here and the families that have been impacted uh, in the past. And we're praying for the future, right? Like, yep. Yeah. All right. Amazing. Is that it for today? I think so. I don't have anything. I'm um, good. Man, we, we love you out there. This conversation has been for you. And us, we've learned from each other as we've gone through it. And uh, if you have comments or questions, if you're feeling uh, something and you need prayer, then reach out to us. We would love to pray with you and over you. And uh, yeah, yeah, we uh, 
yeah, take care. Have a great summer if you, you don't hear from us, but we'll be around. And yeah. We'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.